last week, um, like a goof, I forgot to play the theme song. So uh, this week I'll make it right. it down to three and it, it I did threw it, me out. No, I did it TV style where you stop yeah, at two and then you just point. That's fine, but I wasn't looking at you because GarageBand was open. Well, that's, that sounds like you're fine. Hey, look, if you're on set and you can't see the director, that's a that's right. personal problem. That's true. That's true. You're <laughs> absolutely right. You got to gotta align yourself to the director. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, going to be a first for us, I think, uh, probably wherein we will start recording today we have started recording today on the same day and i'm gonna finish a day later than you that's how late we're recording tonight well yeah because we'll go more than 20 minutes right and i don't think that's a uh, spoiler alert listener um but i don't think that's ever happened before and that's kind of exciting i i kind of feel bad about that because you are hour ahead but then, while I was visiting you, I I was enlightened that a certain person does not wake up by an alarm, and some That's people me. are gently woken up at a decent hour. Uh, so That's okay. me. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I I totally own that. Uh, yeah. I think I think everyone should uh, date someone who <laughs> works earlier than them, just so that uh, you don't have to be woken up by an alarm. It's phenomenal. You must be in a better mood because, and I like purposefully wake up to like a song because if I wake up to like the like alarm alarm like that eh, I am in a pissy mood already. Okay, but so here's a question. So when I hear I have you know contrary to what we've just said like i have woken up to alarms before um and then (laughs) so big of you yeah (laughs) and then when you hear that alarm like out in the wild in public when someone has that as like their ringtone or whatever it triggers you yeah yeah (laughs) um that is so true okay but so Um, does that happen with you with the songs that's my question does it end up ruining the song for you it it doesn't act so I I wake up to changes by David Bowie, and changes yeah, which is like a great way to wake up. But this morning it kind of integrated itself into my dream, mm-hmm. or it was just like it was just like a good tune this morning, and I was just like fuck yeah, and I was like oh shit, I that's me, that's me, I I'm here, I gotta but, do yeah. it. But no, um even with even with text tones that are maybe cut from something, you, you hear it differently in real life than you do just because you hear it so frequently and That's associate true. it with something very psychology of us mm, soup psych mm-hmm. super psych mm-hmm. i had a i had a funny thing happen this morning i think this morning where i had a funny dream and in the dream i knew it was funny like i knew what was happening <laughs> was like could it be real this has to be a dream yeah. Um, we we lost our all of our keys to our apartment. So instead of getting new keys, we got a new apartment. Um, 
and in the dream I was like this is ridiculous um, and it was it, we wouldn't do that we would get new keys no absolutely mm-hmm. but dreams are silly sweet dreams are made of this you know what I mean uh-huh. I mean who am I to disagree I've traveled the world mm-hmm. over seven seas is it over and the yeah but something like that everybody's looking for something Travel the world. yeah I don't know <laughs> that's a that's a good song would you wake up to that is there a criteria for you for waking up songs because like for me it's got to be like hella positive it's got to be like the most i used to wake up to um um that mika song love today okay i don't think i know you, it you do it's like everybody's gonna love today gonna love today oh, anyway uh-huh. Uh-huh. I do very positive very woo. yeah gets you um because apple did this weird thing where all of your music is gone on your phone now uh i'm pretty no okay here's the deal got a new phone updated some business no more music like all of my my music on my phone is gone so i'm pretty stuck with changes by david bowie unless i like really wanted to exert some effort which i've also had the same shakira ringtone for like literally like six years wait what's your ringtone waka waka by shakira sure it's fun i don't even care but it's more out of laziness like i found a good song it doesn't david bowie doesn't bother me yet so i i realized recently my phone is on vibrate so much that i have no idea what my ringtone is yeah i genuinely i genuinely don't know yeah it's real that's super real i know my text tone's better but even that's a stretch because like you said like your phone's usually on vibrate yeah i mean i have a different vibrate for text and email and facebook messengers like i know from the vibration but i wouldn't know the text tone right it's just the world we live in you know damn things are changing little itty bit every day by day step by step day by day day by day you know what i i learned today which maybe this will ease into the segue it this is a segue into the segue uh, this this is uh, from Teresa Gaffney. So if it's bullshit, it's oh, it's from This American Life. But it's <laughs> it's it's apparently uh, the so North Korea has nuclear weapons. We all know this. I've heard of this. Maybe yeah. They're they're trying to have nuclear weapons. Right. Everyone keeps saying like it could hit Alaska. Apparently, according to This American Life, according to Teresa Gaffney, right. um. Those nukes could hit New York. Could probably hit New York. They could probably hit New York. Damn, and how do you guys feel about this? I don't know that it's... I don't... I expected to feel more negative quicker. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it's It's scary, but... I don't know. I mean, this feels like like Cold War shit, which we didn't, you know, live through. Um, mm. You know, we were at the the very end of that, or at least I was. Um, and it's like, yeah, that could totally happen. But also, like, what what do you do? Like, what right. are you gonna do well, about that? Like, it's <laughs> it's very much. I keep thinking about since watching this documentary and uh, all of this crap in the whole world. Like, you know, 
there's something nice about everyone dying at the same time. Sure. And 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 it takes a lot of the pressure away. It takes a lot of the worry away if everyone just does it all at once. Um, I agree that that takes away some of the fear fear factor of it, which is interesting. Mm. Like legitimately, I sure. And Joe Rogan hosting. Sorry, nope. I'm sorry. I couldn't. I just couldn't let it slide. Nope. So this week, we watched. An in quotation marks because I think it's an up for for debate uh, documentary uh, called End Day, a BBC quotation marks documentary uh, which outlines four of four possibilities. I guess would be the easiest way to say that of how the world might end. Um, why I keep saying it's quotation marks documentary is because ninety percent of it is. Um, fictional or fictionalized most of it that felt fictionalized um, and you're kind of following this one person's day on what is the last day he will be alive yeah I think he what so was did we watch a documentary um, the internet called it a docudrama um mm-hmm. And I don't know, it's, it, it is mostly, even saying the word dramatized feels like a stretch because it's not of, of a actual event, it's of this hypothetical event. Um, right. So even saying dramatization feels like a stretch because we've watched plenty of documentaries that dramatize an event and are very good, but there's a lot of interviews that supplement the thing right. and 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 uh, I I don't know, um, so that's where I am on that. So I I don't know either. I definitely think that first of all, I think it's definitely a documentary because we watched it for this podcast and we only watch documentaries right. for this podcast. So that right um, and I think if you're viewing it from the lens that this was definitely a documentary, it was a very interesting one. It was very, un- it was extremely unique, um, the way that they chose to deliver the information, um, because we have watched documentaries, which is a lot of like dramatization, talking head, dramatization, talking head, um, but they kind of, no, they integrated the like expert opinion into the fictionalized world, um, in a very, I thought, smooth and pleasant fashion okay so so hot take jc kasman good Mm, not that that's too big of a word i don't know that good is a strong Uh word it was it was worth watching Uh at least half of Uh it Uh uh-huh that's my hot Uh take good what about what about you? How'd you feel he about it? He did it. <laughs> All of it? <laughs> there was not a moment where where you were like, "Oh, this is this is worth any no. time." No, and let me give you uh, some reasons of why. <laughs> sure. Yeah, get your water bottle out, Jason. Um, okay, first of all, first of all, what was this? The worst remake of Groundhog's Day ever. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Also, the moment there's a moment. In, okay, so. She says that because, like, you follow the same guy over and over again, and then the world ends, and then he wakes back up, the world ends, he wakes back up. Okay, so obviously, 
Barry Groundhog's Day, and then there's a at least 15 second shot of he like drives by a movie theater and they're playing Groundhog Day at the movie theater. And it's like, okay, I get it. Like, I get what you're Beat doing me here. Ha ha ha. Over the head with it. Um, so that was uh, problem number one. Yeah, that's a big um, problem. But I thought they did it in a cool way. Maybe. No, I think Groundhog Day did better. Well, definitely. <laughs> Um, the thought, the thought was, uh, it was, it was a thought. Um, here's my other, here's my other qualm, is that this was not the world ending. This Mm, was, mm -hmm. this was New York City Mm -hmm. kind of ending, and to me, I don't know, it's not an offensive thing, but it's weird to me because New York City has been attacked, not by a natural disaster like that, but has been attacked where chaos ensues. Um, we've had Hurricane Katrina, where we see New Orleans go completely underwater. So, like, it was weird to me to completely, like, dramatize these things when there's real-world examples that, like, I wish they had had maybe used those. But then it was just weird, because I was like, wow, this is really just centered on New York going underwater. (laughs) Right. Well, and so... So there were four, um... There were four different quote-unquote end days. The first one was, uh, was... I guess in, I mean in theory it was the whole East Coast went underwater, right. but we only we only focused on New York because really what the hell else do you care about on the East Coast? But yeah, that's not the whole right. world. The second one was um, meteors hitting Berlin. Right. Um, also not the whole world definitively. Right. Um, the third one was a disease outbreak that I could give you may be the end of human life sure. on Earth, but that's super human centric. You know, think about the dolphins. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth was a black hole. And that was the yeah, end right, of the like, earth. That was definitively. Fair. Um, but that's a, that's a super fair critique. In my, That was one of the first things that jumped out to me. Yeah, like, I I get it, too. Like, the, the entire world ending, like, that's, that's, a, that's a huge event. Like, like, truly, it's like there's not going to be, like, one tsunami that drowns everything you know what i mean like i get that but it was just weird to me because i'm like this to me should be like completely like apocalyptic and i'm watching this tidal wave go through new york city well and just to go back to what you said before like they could have said like you know a huge tidal wave hits new york and we know about tidal waves because here's this tidal wave that hit the coast of indonesia and look at the devastation it caused and here's this tidal wave and this tidal wave will be 10 times bigger than you know whatever um yeah i think that that is important and they didn't they chose not to do any of that yeah so those are my those are my larger problems with it i just i don't know wasn't wasn't my my thing but can i tell you the thing i one thing that i loved uh, and I didn't even realize it until hours later. Do you remember the the main character's name? Um, John. His name is Doctor Howell. Uh-huh. You know why I think that's his name? Why? Because it's Howell. The world end. Ugh, you're probably right. <laughs> Isn't that great? I mean, that's fun. <laughs> Howell, I think that's fun. Oh God, who who looks um, like Andy Daly? No. Yeah, he looks like Andy Daly. I'm sticking with it. 
I don't know who it is, so I'm just going to no, say yes, you're No, if you Google right. it, you'll see that I'm right. You know who Andy Daly is. Yeah, you see his face. Um, so, yeah. Andy, uh, so Andy Daly, a.k.a. this Dr. Howell guy, um, holds the keys to... The, I didn't understand the plot of this very simple no. story either, which was also maybe important. So he's in London... And he, for whatever reason, has the keys to a particle collider, and he needs to fly to New York to turn on the particle collider, because I guess they don't have the keys in New York? Yeah. I don't... Is that that's what, was? what I was getting from it, and I was also super confused, because I feel like at the beginning it was like, no, you have to come now. And I'm like, he's at least six hours away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you can mail the keys there almost faster like why did we do this Dude. but then i was also confused because i thought that this like fictional particle accelerator was gonna like play more into like like it was it was separate no like from the, from the events of the world ending it had nothing to do with this particle collider like it didn't s- the black hole came okay, from the particle collider. that's fair because then at the beginning, I feel like they showed, like, protesters or something. And I was like, I'm so... Yeah, well... Oh, my God, the news guy. They really set up that people were angry about the particle yes. collider. Um, which, by the way, of all of these things, is the easiest to, de- to debunk. Because we've had particle colliders now for yeah. however long. And they've worked, and they've done their thing, and there hasn't been a black hole. Also, so the expert on the particle collider disaster is like... Listen, the chances of anything bad happening are the same as one person winning the lottery every week for three weeks. Like, so what he's saying is, like, it's not going right. to happen. So why did why did we make the entire documentary about it? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that was the thing for me. It was like, these are not... I get the point of it, but they're just so far out there. Like yeah. that one. I guess the tsunami's well, legit. That would take out the East Coast for real. That's fine. Well, and I could, but I think that they also, they could have done a 40, it was 45 yeah. minutes, right? They could have done 45 minutes on a, on a big fucking wave. I would have watched that. I mean, you could have really dug into the science of like, like that would have been cooler to me. Like I, I would totally get it. Like weather science. I'm going to call it weather science. I'm sure it's probably called, sure. like, climate. <laughs> um, Climatology? Climatology? Uh, so the, uh, I don't know, weather science. <laughs> what the, I like weather I like science. Weather science. Uh, I think it's really interesting. When, when, when did this come out? 2005? Three. 2003. Three. Yeah, could tell. Could tell it was a little, it was a little younger. But, um... Crap, I just lost my train of thought. Weather science. Weather science, right. Um, I feel like that's an interesting convo for today, especially with this uh, giant iceberg breaking off from, uh, mm. I almost just said Atlantis. Jesus, it's so late at <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, it, we're about to get, we're about to, get to that You're that about danger to go into tomorrow. Um, mm, early morning potting. Oh potting. Potting. Oh my god, I, I said know. potting. Yeah, but the the Antar- Antarctica, Antarctica yeah, or yeah. Arctic? The j- Is there a difference? Antarctic and the Arctic? 
Arctic's Yeah, one's Arctic north and one's south, up right? Up here, North Pole. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, it's from the bottom one. It's from Antarctica. Sure. Um, is that also where they found the, t- the the couple? What? I didn't hear about this. There was a couple that's been missing since, like, I, th- I want to say the 40s. Um, and they found them, like, in a melted glacier. Oh, my God. That's kind of yeah. insane. They were they were dead. Yeah. That would have been cool if yeah. they were, like, preserved in time. And then you unfroze them. And they mm-hmm. were like... I've seen I've seen movies like that. And They're they were great. like, I gotta pay my mobster or he's gonna kill me. Like that'd be an amazing I and then the other one's just like, I really yeah. gotta pee. I've been I've been holding it for four for sixty years now. Oh, Seventy years. What an asshole we are. Um Mm. but they're dead yeah, so it's so fine so it's totally bit fine. aside yeah um but yeah so i don't know if it has to do with that because to me like we're dealing with some more like legitimately uh like relevant circumstances for some of these events okay but also 2003 like we were already definitely talking about climate change i guess when did i'm gonna check now let when did me let me guess you you tell me if i'm yeah, wrong please do an inconvenient truth I think came out in uh uh two thousand six seven six. No, you six. nailed it. It was yes. six. You nailed yes. it on the button. Do you can you guess let's let's go all the way. Can you guess the month? Uh 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 March. Are you serious? Oh. No, it was May. But uh, the and and uh, that was 2006, and we're com- there's going to be an inconvenient sequel. Yeah, the, we should. Uh, or actually, maybe it already exists. See, like I'd be interested to see. I had to watch. I watched an Inconvenient Truth because I was in um, academic decathlon, and that that's that's how I know the year <laughs> is because the uh, climate change was the super quiz as we called it like the main overarching mm. along with china along with and, china so it was and this is this is how you were voted uh right. prom queen in i was in high class school? vice president so yeah really that's amazing and we i had a, a cup me and a couple friends had always talked about running senior year just to um get to give the speeches at yeah. graduation and then one of us did it, but the rest of us chickened Um, out. Yeah, it was more of an appointment thing than a uh, voting thing, which is, I think, why I was uh, there. But in any case... Is that why you like Veep so much? Because I know what that life is like. You feel connected? No, I, I love Veep for so many reasons. I wasn't like a big part of my... Of my uh, Oh, okay, don't be fine. modest. Uh, but anyway. But yeah, I would. I I would do that. We could do a. We could do a double feature. That might I, be fun. Dude, to watch it from then and then see what this new one says, um, would be crazy. And um, Leo DiCaprio has a new um, uh, climate change love, doc. Love Leo DiCaprio. Really he's beautiful. I guess and he's yeah, been, that's he's fair. been a climate that's... change advocate. Well, not an advocate for it, but. You know what I mean? For I think before it was trendy, which is very trendy. Mm. Back back before, back before <laughs> it was trendy. He's very OG about it. Um, it's probably why he made a cameo in this documentary we watched. 
Did I miss that? Oh. No, there was absolutely nothing in it. Um, but there was a lot of there was a lot of a lot of moments that were like like almost, and I think you'll disagree with me, but like almost too well directed, like almost like Christopher Nolan, uh, like Inception y. Um, like the effects. Um, I kind of mean the effects. I think I think that the the like the tsunami effects, the meteor effects were all like pretty good for 2003 uh-huh. um and like you you hold this up next to um day after tomorrow which when did that come out two um, thousand nine it was 2004 right, this, wait okay hold on have you seen day after Definitely tomorrow not. recently i don't think i've seen it ever okay so this came out before day after tomorrow day after tomorrow looks like garbage compared yeah. to this like like literal garbage and actually it, day after tomorrow steals a lot of imagery from this. I wonder if they're connected in any way. Um, there's this. There's the boat in New York um, after the big wave. That's a big part of day after tomorrow, and it's in this movie. But no, what I'm talking about is there was a lot of like narrative twists and turns, um, and like you we in the whole Groundhog Day effect. It was like every day his taxi would get cut off by a car. We didn't know what that was, but then we learned later, oh, look, it's this woman who's on her way to uh, save her mother from the, vi- the virus. So mm-hmm. that was the thing. Yeah, it was... I would I would say that I don't know that this uh, film knew what it was. Like, yeah. Like, because yeah. those elements aren't necessarily bad. And I actually thought the effects were better than the actual filming because the filming felt like definitely like after school, like PBS special weirdness. But the effects I thought were really solid, but it's just weird because it's like, yeah, I don't I don't know that I that it knew what it was because it's definitely not. I also think if you turned this on and didn't know it was labeled a documentary, I don't know that you would have known any of this was... Okay, so if you watch this as a movie, good movie, bad movie. A horrible movie. And if you watch it as a documentary, maybe a horrible documentary. (laughs) Rough. Certainly rough documentary. Yeah. Oh, whoa, hold on. Can we talk for a second about... So, in each, like, scenario, uh, there's, like, the main... There's kind of, like, a main (laughs) character that we meet. Um, I think that's true. Maybe not in the tsunami, but, like, definitely in the other three, there's, like, a main character who is being affected by the end of the world. Um, In the Berlin one, so there's there's a meteor coming to Berlin. It's going to hit Berlin. It's imminent. There's this guy and his son... Um, who, like, need to get on the train to get out. Um, and, like, in a kind of Sophie's Choice moment, the the son gets on the train without the father. And, like, talk about emotionally heavy for a documentary. Like, that was yeah. a Again, lot. Again, didn't know what it was. Because if you had done that moment in... In a true movie, you'd you'd have an Oscar nomination on your hands. <laughs> like, mm. you know what I mean? Maybe that was, maybe that's what they were gonna. Yeah, for. that was hella dramatic for what this was. It was like, oh, 
damn heavy. But I still feel like that is due to the fact that I didn't know what it was. I think so you're those right. are my thoughts. But we seen it. I'm I'm happy I seen it because truthfully speaking, like it's something I probably wouldn't have watched. Definitely wouldn't have watched all of it. I would have stopped that shit mm-hmm. real early. Um super unique. I think everyone should watch this. I think everyone should watch this. It is unique. If you want to see something that doesn't quite make sense stylistically, watch this. And and I I think the the things that defy genre are so are so rare. So like I saw I saw um uh Baby Driver this weekend and like was it an action movie? Was it a musical? Was it a comedy? Like what was it? Like right. I like that. Here's here's this movie. Like, was it good? Was it awful? Like, who knows? And I like that. I like that kind of mm, riding the line. That's very edgy. You know? That's very edgy. Edge mm. of the line. I it was, get it. It was very edgy. So, I don't know. Haters gonna. I hate. will. Yes. <laughs> and I will. And I will <sighs> carry on doing so. Um. No, I just thought it was a little weird. I thought the dramatization from the imposter was more... I was down with that, or... I think that movie did... Or that doc did it well, and I think Man on Wire did it really well. Those are, like, the top two, in my mind, for reenacting events. Those are the ones that I think back to, definitely. I mean, do we have others that had reenactments? Because maybe we're just... In any case... Definitely we did, because I remember calling back to him. Um, but, uh, whatever. Whatever. Exactly. You know? It happened. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It happened. Well, if you'd like to hear more of us watching documentaries, you're more than welcome to follow us in different places. Uh, no one's going to push you to follow us in different places. That's no. not our style. We're very chill <laughs> maybe, maybe too we chill. maybe, maybe we need, we to, need push, to stress maybe we a need little to push more. people towards this a little bit more if you um retweet or not retweet if you share a facebook post and take a screenshot and send it to me i'll give you 50 cents on venmo yeah or or dedicate an episode to somebody and then they can pick. Yeah. Oh. Also, so so I if you share a status, I'll give you fifty cents. And if you give me fifty <laughs> cents, I'll dedicate the wow. episode to you. Dude, you're making us money. Yeah, it's gonna go right to our Patreon account. You're entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Fuck. I spirit. can't have it if, if Entrepreneurial you can't say it. <laughs> spirit is. Is uh, mm. I can't even think of the word. Infectious, maybe. I think <gasps> I was gonna say inspiring. Mm. But yeah, no, that's fun. Are we watching a better documentary? I hope so. I think I think our buddy John O'Grade D, who does our music, uh, I think he told us about this one. So we're just gonna go for it. It's called min. It's called minimalism. Yikes. 
He told me about mm. another one. Is it minimalism or, or is it's minimalism? Oh shit! I think yeah. Can you? Are you looking it up? Yeah, it's, I'm gonna. It's definitely gonna, on Netflix. I've heard a few people say that this was really good. So minimalism. minimalism. I think this is the opportunity for you to uh, disprove my my way of life, leading away from from the the man and needing and needing mm. uh, uh, the grid. <laughs> you know. Mm. Hashtag uh-huh, the grid. Exactly. TM. Um, so I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll love this and be obsessed with it, and then I won't have internet next week. Um, and then that'll be and then it'll again. be over. If, we, if you <laughs> if you never hear from us again, it's because Emily identified too hard with this with this documentary minimalism. Yeah. That's awesome. I've I'm heard it's really good. I think it'll be fun. It's a uh, soup's mm. trendy at the moment, so and I'm sure it's downloadable. Mm. So that's good too. Um, this week I bring you a quote from, uh, the seer of all, of all things, the speaker of all truths, Nostradamus. He said, come the millennium, month 12, in the home of greatest power, the village idiot will come forth to be acclaimed a podcast.